Amanda. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm doing okay. We're we're surviving and thriving, continuing on. I'm kind of excited. Today is a little bit different. Normally, we always have uh, our podcast here set for incoming freshmen, uh, but we've gotten some comments and some requests, some people asking transfer questions. So we thought it'd be important to kind of switch gears a little bit and bring in one of my good friends. Um, I'm going to give him a call here, see if we can get him on the line. But before he gets on, I got to warn you, Jeff is very, um, he's fun. He's hes a little out there. He, if You can imagine if, if he was friends with me, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of rough. So are you going to be okay to handle it? Oh, yeah, I can handle it. I don't know, because whatever happens, if Jeff and I, like, get off on a tangent about records or our glory days back in college. Oh, hi, Jeff. How are you? (laughs) Hey. Hi, guys. How's it going? I was just telling Amanda, if you and I get off on a tangent about records or our glory days in college, she's got to give us the timeout signal. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jeff, how are you doing? Doing well on this... uh... What's today? I don't know. It's all blurry. <laughs> it is kind of blurry. It's all blurry and blustery, and it's snow flurries in Bay City, Michigan right now, and it's April, and it's Michigan, right? Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Jeff, um, for, for, for the audience at home, could you uh, give us kind of your background, how you ended up in admissions, and then specifically kind of the, the students you work with day to day? Sure. Um, well, uh I guess we'll go back to the beginning, right? Um, I am, I was a first-generation college student um, enrolling at SVSU as a freshman in the year 2000. Um, I am from the Thumb area of Michigan, and I lived on campus all of my years as a student. Um, I completed a bachelor's degree in communication in 2005. And uh, throughout my time, I was uh, employed by the Office of Admissions as an undergraduate work-study student for about two and a half years or so, and kind of learned the biz from the inside as a student worker, and that kind of parlayed into a career, luckily. Um, And I've been employed with the Office of Admissions since February of 06, and flash forward now and it's 14 years in (laughs) to admissions and for the most of that time I've been working with potential transfer students uh, looking to enroll at the university. I'd say about nine of those 14 years have been predominantly just two transfer students. So all the nuances that come with transfer students um, I help assist with um, to that cohort of students looking to further on their education with the university. So since you work with transfer students, I have a quick question for you. What exactly is a transfer student? All right, it's a quick question, but it might be a little bit of a winded answer. Um, Transfer students, uh, they have completed college credit after graduating from high school or a GED equivalency who has the intent of pursuing a bachelor's degree elsewhere and transferring that credit earned from elsewhere into their new destination university um, for the pursuit of whatever major that they're looking for. So basically trying to move the credit that they've accomplished before into another institution's graduation requirements, um, all with the pursuit of trying to earn that credential above 
a high school diploma or a GED equivalency. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, does that include middle college? I know we get a lot of questions from middle college students. You know, they're in that mm. in between high school and college. How how do you uh, do you affect those students, or do they work with someone else? Um, I mean, I can assist with those questions because I've fielded those before um, from students that are in high school right now or their parents asking questions about uh, my child is enrolled in uh, a middle college or dual enrolled. Um, they eventually want to get over to SVSU uh, for a given major. Will this class that they take at their local community college or institution that they're dual enrolling at, will it transfer for what at SVSU for their long-term purposes? So um, I see it from that point as well. Um, before graduation of high school is actually conferred. And then I also see it as a full-fledged transfer student as well, too. So, um, yes, it, it is becoming more prevalent that high school students are taking on college-level credit as dual enrollment or advanced dual enrollment, early middle college. So, yes, I can also speak to that population does, as well, too. Does SVSU, though, do they treat middle college students as transfer students or do they treat them as first-time in college? We would treat Fresh. them as first-time in college students because the, the high school degree diploma has not been conferred yet. So that that's kind of the the line in the sand of like, how are you cataloged at the university? Um, but it's becoming more and more prevalent as we see at freshman orientation programs that students that are dubbed freshmen coming into the university could have 10, 30, sometimes 62 transferable credit hours um, wow. that they've accomplished during their time in the high school ranks. So mm -hmm. uh, it's becoming more and more common. So Hey, Amanda, I know uh, you're a professional technical writing major, and I know we see um, transfer students uh, come into that major specifically. Have you interacted with any transfer students in your classes at all, or do you even know who they are? Oh, yeah, I would say at least like half of the people in my department are transfer students. And to get even more like specific, I would say a lot of them are from Delta College, just because like I don't think... I'm not sure exactly, but I don't think they have like a professional technical writing department. And there's just so much you can do with a professional technical writing degree. I feel like that those students that are like studying writing or whatever, they come over here to get that specific degree, which is a really good degree to get. So Jeff, let's talk about, I know that you work with a lot of transfer students and you kind of help them through the process. Pretend yeah. Amanda and I are out there. We're attending uh, a random community college, any any school. Where do we even begin? How do we start right. the process of just kind of figuring out if we want to transfer to SVSU? Where do mm -hmm. we start? All right. Well, if you are interested, that's great that SVSU has made the short list on a possible destination of where you might want to further on your, your bachelor's degree and your, your education. I would say that you need to reach out to the admissions office, to a professional like myself, and um, go to svsu.edu slash visit to oh, schedule a virtual appointment uh, with an admissions representative. I can actually share my screen. Can you guys oh, see okay. that? Yeah. So if yeah. I was on the admissions page, you could do it a couple different ways. Jeff, you were saying, what would be the best place to go? I'd go to svsu.edu slash visit first to schedule a virtual appointment to meet with an admissions representative like myself. 
Perfect. So right to the visit page. Oh, look, there's Amanda and I from the last episode. Oh, um, my gosh. I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I chose that thumbnail because both you and I, Amanda, look really bad in that thumbnail. <laughs> um, so this, this is the virtual appointment you're talking about, Jeff? Yep. Okay. So if I was a transfer student, I could click on that and then, oh, yeah, right here. Transfer yep. students only. Very cool. Cool. I'll yeah. And so I mean, we can talk transfer nuances and... Uh, kind of put the the workings in motion to carry the conversation further to see if a student wants to apply to the university after that. So I think that's kind of just like the feeling out process uh, to, to start things going. Um, and if if a student wants to take it the next step further, hopefully they do, um, then we would encourage a student to be applying to the university. And um, we would tell the student to go to either svsu.edu slash apply or um, go to svsu.edu slash transfer, and you would find the resources right there at both of those sites to find information about how to go about transferring to the university. Uh, the application is the first part of it. There are supporting documents that a transfer student does need to provide. Um, they do need to have official transcripts from all of their previously attended or currently attending institutions elsewhere. Um, they need to be sent directly, those official transcripts, through the National Student Clearinghouse or the official sending method institution, uh, usually through, like I said, National Student Clearinghouse or Parchment or eScripts, what have you, of those uh, secure sending uh, methods. And then we would, SVSU Registrar's Office, would receive that information uh, and download it as, as an electronic transcript. Cool. And um, so about orientation, how would a transfer student go about like orientation? Do they even have to actually go to like, say, a freshman orientation or is there a separate kind of orientation or just why should a transfer student sign up for it now rather than yeah. later on? Yeah. yeah. Orientation is uh, a necessary, it, it is the necessary onboarding new student of new transfer students uh, to the university um, it is not freshman orientation it is more of a condensed version of freshman orientation but it's more pragmatic information that a student who has done college before um, still needs to know about the resourceful information that's available to them at our institution. Even though the student has done college before, they haven't done college with us. So they need to be explained to where do I find resources available on this campus to be successful. Um, that's the first step of it. The second step of it is having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with an SVSU academic advisor who then is going to be doing the scheduling of classes from scratch for every single new transfer student that's looking to enroll at the university. Um, transfer students have to have a customized plan of attack as they kind of merge into the university. You know, they have a different back portfolio of credit hours. They have a different major of interest. 
uh, than their friend, you know, or the other 400 some transfer students that join us each fall semester. So it has to be a customized roadmap as they kind of merge into the university. So um, we would help them register. Well, I shouldn't say we, but the academic advising office in conjunction with the orientation office would be doing that function after a student has been admitted to the university as a transfer student and then has made the decision that, yeah, I'm going to enroll at the university as a new transfer student for the fall or for the winter or for the spring or for the summer semesters. So, um, so yeah, it, orientation is a necessity, um, absolutely. So Jeff, right, right now though, with this orientation, I mean, I heard you say they, they definitely want to meet with their advisor. I've done a lot of those. I love sitting down and working with students and helping them get their schedule. But obviously right now in the middle of the pandemic, we're all working remotely at home. Yeah. Can students still, should they wait to do orientation or can they still sign up and, and get this going now, even though we can't meet face to face? Oh yeah, absolutely. It is all all forward, you know, with this process. So we, we, we do not shut down, <laughs> you know, uh, the, so, the, so the onboarding process for new transfer student orientation is just happening now through the Microsoft Teams application. Whereas in normal times, a transfer student would be having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with an academic advisor on campus physically. Now it's just going to be done virtually, where the hashing out of a schedule is going to be done in a virtual format to still customize a plan for that new transfer student based off their previous transfer credits coming into the university and then figuring out what am I able to be taking next sequentially along their degree pathway. Um, it's just going to be in a virtual format. So, which I still think is very accommodating and still gets the job done for new transfer students to still have un uninterrupted flow for them to progress from their previous institution into their new institution of SVSU. So yes, everything is still operating. Awesome. You know, you mentioned some of those services earlier. You know, transfer students, I know, sometimes feel like they're not they're not total students with SVSU yet. They get in, they show up for their classes. Amanda's already said, you know, she's she's worked with a lot of transfer students in her classes. Mm -hmm. But what are some of those services that are out there that transfer students should be aware of when they get to SVSU so they can feel like, okay, I'm I'm a part of the university and and I can get the help that I need to be successful. Yeah. Um, definitely there are some professionals over in the academic advising office that are kind of you know, earmarked to assist with transfer students that have uh, integrated into the university to help with that academic and sometimes, sometimes if it comes up into the conversation, that social adjustment um, into the institution. Um, uh, the Campus Financial Services Center is available as well too to assist with those questions about FAFSA and loans and you know, their financial aid award packages might look a little bit different than what it was at their previous institution. And if I'm missing documentation and things like that. So mm -hmm. the support is there for for those students that are coming into the university that have done college before um, elsewhere. Very cool. And where should like a transfer student even start? Like where should they start their transfer process to SVSU? Yeah. Um, if a student knows that we are going to be their destination institution, um, I tell students you need to begin with the end in mind. 
that's kind of like your moment of zen. You know, <laughs> begin with the end in mind here. Uh, moment of zen. Put that in. <laughs> moment of zen. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Begin with the end in mind. You know, um, if you know we're going to be your destination university and you know what your intended major of study is going to be, the, the pieces of the puzzle can get fit together really easily in trying to map out a game plan if you know you're not going to be at over at SVSU for another year or maybe even two years, whatever it is, we can help provide customized academic plans so that you're taking equivalent coursework that is going to be apples to apples so that you're not spinning your wheels in the meantime at another institution, all for the benefit of trying to transfer to the university for us in the long run. So um, it, 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 you need to, the best piece of advice I could give to a potential transfer student is, is begin with the end in mind and reach out to that destination university first um, if you're going to invest time and money and effort um, in, in completing coursework elsewhere first. Uh, absolutely. All right, Amanda, are you ready? I'm going to try to stump them. This is where I get to play and try to like stump the professor. Well, you, you've done that in class, right? Um. I mean, I don't know if I can stump a professor, but I'm well, sure you can. Watch this. Something that I've been in admissions a little longer than Jeffrey. Okay, I will admit that. And he said the year earlier, which made me feel really old. Um, <laughs> so, Jeff, here's here's my stumper question. I can never get it straight, and I have a tough time understanding the Michigan Transfer Agreement, the MTA. Uh -huh. If I'm a student at a community college or another institution, and I have an MTA... Yeah. Does SBSU accept it? And what do we do with that? Got it. Yeah. Um, the Michigan Transfer Agreement is a statewide agreement between partnering community colleges and universities that um, helps give a community college student a little bit more peace of mind in knowing that a, uh, a block of 30 credits accomplished from a community college or piecemeal together from other institutions, but but conferred at a community college could be made portable to another destination university. So that means upon arrival, if I didn't know what my destination would be, I know I would have my general education requirements done at any participating university that signed on with the Michigan Transfer Agreement. So um, yes, SVSU does partake in the Michigan transfer agreement. And so example, um, Amanda, I know you're from Port Huron area. Let's just use St. Clair County Community College as an example. And you went there, for example, and you earned the Michigan transfer agreement. Okay. It's a block of 30 credits that encompasses uh, subject matter in areas of English, math, social studies, natural sciences, um, I'm forgetting something else, but but you you earn this block of 30 credits, and that means if you transfer to SVSU, that means your 10 credit or your 10 categories of general education are completed, uh, except with you having to do two communication intensive courses at the university, and really getting into the weeds of everything. The only reason that is why is because the Michigan transfer agreement is 30 credits and our native general education requirement at SVSU is 35 credits. So there's a differential in credit hours, so that difference needs to get made up somewhere. So that means an MTA transfer student coming into the university is responsible for doing two CI classes upon arrival. 
And those CI classes, I would say those are pretty easy to get enrolled in. I would say I, I already have like four CI classes. Yeah. Well, you would being a, a professional technical <laughs> writing major, <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, SPSU does. And, and, and going on the big 50,000 foot, you know, level from it, um, the state of Michigan, every institution kind of operates unto itself. And that's where transferring credits in and out of one institution into another and the reception of how those credit hours are looked upon can get really, uh, it, it can get uh, incongruent, I would say. Um, one school might say, yeah, that class is a, that looks like an apple. We'll count it as an apple's apple's equivalent. That same apple might be, yeah, it might be an orange to another institution. So, um, the reason why the Michigan Transfer Agreement was created was to get these institutions that are autonomous to at least have a little bit of continuity to help students from community colleges transfer vertically up to a four-year institution and help them give a little, give those students a little bit more peace of mind, knowing that if I have this portable statewide agreement that is going to be recognized and and utilized at any of the institutions that I might have on my short list as where I want to get my bachelor's degree from. So See, it, it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a silver bullet for everything. It's not the perfect prescription for every transfer student. So um, it, it, I, I would still entertain um, transfer students to get a recommended prescription of what pathway I should be following um, at my community college, if if the MTA would be of benefit to me, or should I just be doing some other type of prescription? Like I said, everything is kind of customized from each individual student. See, I told you, Amanda, I was going to try to stump them, and I was going to get nowhere close with that one. That's the hardest question I could think of for a transfer student. And he went into like apples and oranges and all that. Kind yeah, of, yeah, I, you know, it's good. <laughs> the the, the cool. inner voice is in my head, man, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Go ahead, Amanda. I'm my sorry. Si my Seinfeldian head just kind of goes on tangents. So. <laughs> so with transfer credits, how exactly do they fit? Like, say you have some credits, but they don't want to transfer over to here. Like, like that apple orange analogy you just gave. How yeah. would you make that up? Would you file like a course petition or what would you do? Yeah. Also, another moment of Zen, it's it's not if a class transfers, it's how a class transfers. Um, and here my screen, Jeffrey, I got the transfer equivalencies for you. Oh, OK. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So it's not a, if a class transfers, it's more so how a class transfers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes classes are treated as equivalents. Those are your apples to apples equivalents, as an example. Sometimes credits transfer as electives. And I would treat that like an apple and an orange. Um, you, you're, a student would be getting numeric value for a given class, but it's not going to be treated as an equivalent course. So sometimes a student might have to go to bat for themselves and do the petition process and uh, uh, spell out their justification and ask a department chair at SVSU, depending on what area that they're going into, to see if the class that was being treated as an elective um, be looked upon again from a departmental perspective to see if it could be treated as an equivalent or a justifiable substitute 
um, within the degree requirements for their major. And that's really done on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but yes, the formal petition process and the forms are available on the SVSU Registrar's webpage. And after the justification is filled out by a student transferring in credit that is requesting another look to be had at this credit, uh, it would then be forwarded on to that respective department chair to have that conversation put forward further. Okay. Awesome. So Jeff, we're getting here kind of towards the end. Uh, we've been going pretty well. Already? Know, I know, I know. It seems like it's been really fast. It's been okay. you. Um, when, I was a communication major. I just like to talk, so. I, <laughs> which is why we went to the admissions virtual meeting. My transfers out there, if you're watching this, Jeff is available for bookings. So go in, register. He will meet with you for an hour, and he will talk to you for an hour, and he will have everything laid out for you for an hour. It's good. It's all awesome. <laughs> so so we're getting we're getting here towards the end. Um, we're we talked about orientation. We talked about where a student should start and how they apply. Mm -hmm. um, if we're not a transfer student already, you also mentioned that they should let us know to get some advising. Is there any last advice that you would give a transfer student who's out there watching this right now trying to figure out when should I transfer um, all those kind of questions I, I know you said begin with the end in mind I think that's your big one yeah uh, do you want to elaborate that anymore or do you have any other advice for a transfer student before we end I, I I'd like them to know that you know with with transfer students it's an adjustment and it's the ability to adapt. I think that goes along with a lot of people's lives right now as we're facing COVID-19 is the ability to adjust and the ability to adapt. Um, and that comes with, with transfer students. They are a valued, um, they are a valued cohort within the undergraduate population at our institution. In fact, they make up one out of every four current undergraduate students. They represent 25% of the undergraduate population at the university. They transferred in at some point with the goal of pursuing a bachelor's degree. So they, they, they bring diversity. They bring life experience. They bring much more vibrance to the within the classroom environment or the virtual classroom environment right now. Um, so, but it is an adjustment. It's a new learning environment and there can be an adjustment period and an adaptation period that goes along with it. But just know that this student, this institution values those students and what they bring to this institution. SVSU is a very welcoming, friendly institution. And, um, and it, it, students that have been at large institutions initially that are transferring in, or if they've been to community colleges, you know, it they 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 bring bring vibrance and diversity and much more to our college campus to be successful. Awesome. All right, it's time to my favorite segment. I get to pick on Carol Baskin over here, and I got to ask my. Nick's irreverent question of the day. Okay. And I'm sorry, Amanda, but you're totally getting set up for this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, earlier in an earlier episode, Jeff, Amanda started giving. Well, first of all, she's the one that got me started on the Tiger King. So you can blame her for that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's why she's Carol Baskin. Number two, um, 
this one of the other questions she i asked her you know i'm i'm on the whole spotify playlist thing i've been listening to my same old stuff and a lot of old music and i asked her for some new music and she threw me childish gambino which then i reminded her that i'm not that old i know who childish gambino is and i can rock that out Jeff and I, Amanda, I don't know if you know this, but Jeff and I, we we are longtime, longtime friends. And one of our hobbies that coincides, we are vinyl collectors. We love to go to records and record shows all the time. Yes. So, Jeff, here's my irreverent question of the day. day okay. Day, day. Um, <laughs> I want you to give Amanda some recommendations what should a current college student, if we were going to, if you and I were going to be flipping through some records, yeah, give her a, a few either artists or albums that you think would help her expand her musical background? Now, I have to say, well, don't sit the door. Expand it any further. It's oh, you could be. Listen, lady, he's going to watch, okay? Now, yeah, I got to I got to give you a caveat to this. She's already Dr. Trump already told us that Amanda yeah. once showed up to class dressed up as Jim Morrison for a presentation. So the whole okay. door thing, not so good. Now, Jeff is a, has some very particular musical taste. So I want you to give her some recommendations to listen to so we can give her some homework. Oh, man. Where do we begin? Um, I would say um, if if you're in the classic rock vein. And if you are, you know, you're born, bred Michigan, Michigander, I would say you'd be going right to the root of Detroit. And I'd be going to the proto-punk times of the Stooges and the MC5. And even maybe throw in... <laughs> Look at her some... face. Wait, look at her face. You said that. She's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I want and, maybe, and, maybe, and maybe for Nick, just for Nick, throw in some Bobby Seeger as well, too. Thank you. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. The Stooges, is that like the Three Stooges? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You walked right into that one. Oh, man. We're going to have to talk. No, no, we'll get you out of it. All right, Jeffrey. Thank you. Those are good recommendations. Okay. I was, I was kind of expecting you to say some Steely Dan as well, because I know that's one of your favorites of all time. Oh, yeah. lo love Steely Dan. Love Steely Dan, but yeah. I have about 650 to 700 records in my basement, and it's my 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 palate is broad on musical tastes. So, <laughs> love it. <Yeah. laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Jeff. Uh, we we hope all is well, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Thanks for having me on. Wash no problem. Hands. Wash your hands. Absolutely. <laughs> Take care, Jeff. Oh, that made my day. Your your face. I can't wait till you see the playback on that one. You're like, who? The Stooges, the MC5. You've heard of Iggy Pop? Iggy Pop, yeah. Okay, this is the precursor to that. So that'll be some homework. So what do you think? Jeff is pretty knowledgeable, huh? Yeah, it makes me feel like my music knowledge is like this big now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. That's all right. You're, you're in college. You're learning all these things. But what about the transfers? Did you learn anything new about the... The transfer process or, or those kind of things. I know you know a lot of transfer students in your classes, but. Yeah, like that um, thing you pulled up with the equivalency courses. Mm -hmm. It's new to me. I would have never thought to look at that if I were like a transfer student. Like it would cross my mind, but I wouldn't think that the university would like have that, you know, like I would yeah. just kind of go in blind, I guess. 
Yeah, no, it's it's great. That's um, that's uh, transfer.svsu.edu. That's the website to go and look at those. The university makes those public for students to look. We use that as advisors all the time. So, all right. Well, you take care of yourself. All you right. Keep your hands washed. I will. No, no, no trips to the grocery store today uh, mm -hmm. or in, in the near future. But um, I think I think that was really helpful, and I'm excited to uh, to hopefully reach some new students. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Take care, man. It was nice seeing you. Yep, you too. Bye.